Welcome back to the Backwood Podcast. I'm your host, Drew, and I got uh, Gay, uh, Steve here, and Al with us. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. We got Damn, I'm just I have to, Steve. No, hold on. I have to play. Yeah, I'll play the Gay Steve. That's going to hey, everybody. This is Gay Steve. Um, the other Steve is on vacation. Yeah. He's doing straight people things. Uh, what a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god nah I'm only I'm only fucking with Steve because we were having a little we were just joking around before I, we hopped on here so. you don't have to give them context leave them yeah, confused they like no, it better like that no let them know what's going on they're part of the they're part no. of what's happening well then tell them about how you never mind go ahead go ahead what do you got Steve so Drew was just telling us his jail stories about how he was sucking dick for honey buns hey yeah the honey buns for the honey bun. <laughs> they call them lip smack them. <laughs> you know what? This is this is a great thing to be opening a Father's Day podcast episode on. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there that participate and do the right thing in their children's lives and all the single mothers uh, that think they're dads too. Oh, yeah. No, nah, we, we had, man, listen, this year I was so proud of most of the females on my page. On Facebook, because half the time I be seeing them like, well, I'm a single mom, so happy Father's Day to me. I ain't seen nothing. Now one of them do that this year. Bro. So I was, yeah. I was really excited. Bro, but that's why you have Mother's Day. That's why there's a Mother's Day. Yeah. No matter yeah, if you single yeah. or not, a mom cannot it's be a father, bro. That's just it. A mom cannot be a father, just like a father can. Well, nowadays they get the like, sex change and do the whole Bruce Jenner shit and then turn into. That still don't make him a motherfucking father. Don't get me started. You gonna no, get me canceled? Yeah. We're gonna get boy Wolf's gonna be canceled. <laughs> well, live your life, guys. That's actually good that you said that. What What do you think it means to be a father? Oh, that's, a that's a really good one. Well, somebody fucking answered the question. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead, Drew. Then I got it next. Okay. What I think it means to be a father is to, um. Really, just be present. Teach the right thing the right ways. Make sure your children grow up to be successful, loving and kind, outstanding human citizens, not pieces of shit. A father figure is supposed to protect and provide. Facts. Facts. Right. To piggyback off of what Drew said, definitely a father role is to protect, provide. And to teach and to 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 teach and um, spread wisdom and be that leadership role that the right. kids need because the mom is going to nurture, the mom is going to nurture. It's not in the father's. It's not in the father's chemical makeup to nurture. Right. Right. So um, even though we can, but that's not our lane. That is not our lane. I think you nailed it with the uh, the leadership. I think I think it's most important to um, teach our sons what right from wrong is, and our our daughters as well, right from wrong. But our sons need to know what chivalry is, what respect mm-hmm. and honor is, loyalty, right, um, devotion, compassion. And I think our daughters need to know what self love and um, self value is. You know. Yeah, that's what our job is as a father is, is to let our children know that they have these things and that it's an everyday um, kind of expectance to have these characteristics instilled in your mental and behaviors. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah, so it's important to teach your sons that, but when it comes to the daughters, you can teach them some of the same things, but be that example of what a man is and what a father is, because when she gets old enough, nine times out of 10, she's going to get with a guy that's like yourself. So you have to be that example of somebody that she would, you know, see as a future bait as far as in another guy, because however you treat their mom, however you treat them, that's how they're going to turn out. And that goes with your sons and your daughters, but with the daughters is is definitely important to be that example on what a real man is and what a real father is. And then for your for your boys, they're gonna they're gonna copy you because they think you're a superhero. So the thing of it is, you have to be not only the protector provider, but you have to be the example of the person that you want them to grow up to be. You know? Or and or be an example of the man you want your daughter to, you know, chase after. Because they say that all girls fall in love with a man just like their father yep yeah i was gonna say is that a true is that a uh that's a that's a a statistic a fact from what i mean from what i from what from what i see from what i see yeah interesting unless unless the father was absent and then they then they mimic their mom's behavior or they go for dudes that the mom would you know date yeah most of the time those guys are not shit just to be completely real about it but you know yeah um but yeah, so um, just like men end up being with women that's like their mom, in 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 some ways, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that I have the the right amount. I'm sorry, I choked on the fucking sour patch head. I think <laughs> that I have the right amount of things and characteristics for my mom, Al. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the giving personality and stuff like that. I'm just glad that I don't suffer from all of them. Huh. Yeah. Um, I got a question though. Serious question. What up? What do you think the best part about being a dad is? Oh man. I don't know. That's to me, that's a hard question because there's so many things that can make up for the best part. Like Just it might sound like it might sound like cliche, but like when I when I used to go out to work, cause now I'm working home. But when I used to go out to work and I came home, and my kids would just like run to me like daddy, 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 stuff like that. That was like the best part for me, man. That 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 in itself felt like home for me. No matter what me and the other person was going through, when my kids did that, that made me feel home. So that was like one of the best parts for me, man. And what about the worst part? The worst part of being a dad? Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing the disappointment um, that the kids display or when it comes to, you know, people trying to bully them or uh, when it comes to them trying to navigate life and trying to make friends and shit like that. And you see that the, the hurt that your kids go through. That's the worst part for me is seeing the hurt that my kids go through sometimes when it comes to stuff like that. Right. What about you, like Drew? That. So... Best part about being a dad for me is, uh, well, for me, I didn't have a dad growing up, really. So, getting to do the shit that I would have wanted as a kid, you know. And so I know, like, I know that they like that, and that's like what kids need. But also, teaching them and watching them learn, you know, when they learn something new and they figure something out and then they adapt to it and get better at it, I think that's just fucking awesome. 
That is fucking fire. Watch, okay. Watching them grow, and then just watching them be happy just warms my heart. Yeah. Right. I love I love the little hugs and kisses I get, and the little surprise, the little things they make me. Oh, dude, a fucking, fucking awesome. a, a hug from a little kid is the best hug yes, ever. Right? And, and it, it is the best. And especially when oh. it's your own kid, you know, it's just, it's even more like, because yeah. like, I never knew love existed on this level until I had kids, you know? Facts, I don't know. Like, I didn't even know, I didn't even know, like, there was a, le- there's level, when people say there's levels to this shit, nobody will understand this level unless you have children. Unless you have children, bro. And um, the worst part about being a dad, I think, uh, it's just... If, like, yeah, if they, like, get hurt, you know, watch them, or, like, uh, Al said, be bullied. My son, actually, over at their mom's house, my son was hanging out with his friend, but his friend has an older brother. The older brother was bullying my kid. Uh, mm. Well, this kid's, like, nine or something. My son's going to turn six in September. My, my son took this kid to the ground and fucking... Uh, beat the shit out of him. So I was proud of him for that, but it still upset me. Like, damn, someone's picking on my kid. Like, damn, like he looked gent, like the disappointment and upset. Yeah, uh, it just made it made me feel it. I felt that, you know. Because so. the thing of it is, man, children are so pure, man. So when when you see your kid like in a situation where they just really trying to make friends and people try to take advantage of it, or they treat your kid a bad way, man, that shit, it just it just fucks with me. You feel me? Like, yeah. <laughs> It yeah. makes me want to fight one of them little motherfuckers, like nigga. <laughs> yeah. Like nigga. Like for real, you doing this to my son, bro? Yeah. Don't you yeah. know this gang gang over here, bitch? We will jump you on oh, my mama, nigga. Like. Well, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like these just have like, no idea how shit used to be, bro. I'm telling you, bro. Like if like, someone did that, like me as an older brother, bro. I had a little brother and a little sister. If someone fucked with my little brother and my little sister, bro. I was smashing people, bro. Oh yeah, left and right. Oh, I was left hurting right. people really bad, bro. I was getting into trouble, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. So yeah, it makes me want to like, I want to go over there and kick that little kid's ass and then beat his fucking dad up, yep. smash his mom. But you know what? Yeah. And not necessarily in that order. We have, to, but this is where being a father, not necessarily <laughs> in that order either, right? Exactly. Could be I might want to smash his mom and then have to fight his dad because he's mad about that and then beat the kid's ass just because. Right. Mm-hmm. It was a casualty of war, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, and I think this is where being a dad comes into play, too. We have to be the bigger men and teach our kids how to properly deal with these situations instead of wilding out like we used to. Fuck that. I'm not yeah. the bigger person. You better leave me the fuck I mean, alone. I mean, I'm going to teach my kid, you know, like, obviously, I'm, obviously, I'm proud of him. I taught him right so far. Took the fucking oh, kid yeah. down, beat him up, yeah. but. But also, I don't want them doing that shit. You know, I don't want them to be able to de-escalate like, situations properly. Yeah. So this is what I teach my son, man. Like, well, I teach both of my sons. My daughter's too young to understand, but especially my oldest son. Um, I taught him men. Men handle situations differently. We do not react off emotion, even though we would probably want to. We don't. We don't respond or act out of emotion so if a situation is happening if you can't talk your way out of it then you got to handle it like a man at that point but men we talk about it first if there is no understanding you can agree to go separate ways but if there if there is no agreeing to go separate ways and this man really want to put his hands on you then you got to handle that business because it was a little boy at my son's school um he was trying to bully my son and i talked to the school and i talked to leland and i was like hey 
I talked to the school. They didn't want to do nothing. I said, so the next time this little boy come up to you and tries to take your lunch at school, I want you to get up and beat the shit out of him until the teachers break it up. I said, don't stop swinging until the teachers break it up. And um, they had it on camera. The little boy came over there and tried to snatch my son's lunch tray. And my son hit him with the tray first and <laughs> went off on him. Went off on him. And then they was like, well, I don't understand what happened. Well, I understand. This little boy kept trying to bully my son. And we talked to you all. Y'all made them sign a no contact contract. And it was still contact. Now it's full contact. Cause my son whipping his ass and you want to suspend him. We're not suspending him, bro. We're not doing that. Yeah. You crazy as shit. But in yeah. that situation, he didn't have another option, man. He tried to talk to the little boy about it. We tried to talk to him. But I tell him, like, men handle things differently. I'm not going to tell my well, son just to stand there and right. get beat up. But no, right. Bro. I did tell my son, I always, def- if someone's hurt, putting their hands on you, trying to hurt you, you mess them up. And then, yeah. and this is, and I, t- and I don't really be cursing at them. I don't really curse, curse with them. But I did tell my son, and he understood it. I said, listen, if anybody puts their hands on your sister or tries to hurt your sister or mess with your sister, you fuck them up. Oh, facts. Yeah. I've been teaching them. I've been, dude, I know, I know martial arts, bro. You know, I know. I got mm-hmm. hands. I'll be teaching, I'll be teaching them shit. Definitely want to put exactly. my daughter in jujitsu too. Yeah. And See, another I, reason why I talk to my sons about talking first, because we live in a day and age, Drew and Steve, where you feel me? Most of these kids and teenagers, they can't get an ass whooping, bro. They can't, bro. They'll go end up shooting shit, bro. So sometimes yeah. talking your way out of the situation is the best option because yes. a lot of these people, they can't, even some adults nowadays, bro, because they grew up in a time where they was pussies. Everybody get a trophy. So you feel me? Like, they don't know how to fight. They don't know how to respond when somebody hit them in they shit. So they just mm-hmm. want to go shooting shit. You feel me? So I teach them I teach them both ways because sometimes it's best to just walk away. And sometimes people be like, oh, well, that makes you look like a pussy, whatever, whatever. No, you alive. You walked away from this situation. Because if you beat this man up and he come back with a gun, what then? Yeah. Yeah. So it's... that's why I'm trying to teach them both ways. Because, bro, nowadays that's the scary part about being a parent. Because you never know what the world is going to throw at your kids while you're at work and they're at school or they're at an after-school program or something, bro. You never right. know. Right. Yeah, I can't you stand that. that. Yeah, I'm still I'm going to have to get used to that. Because my son's about to start school when it starts up. Yeah. Uh, it starts up in August, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to homeschool him, but then again, like, dude, it's good to get social interaction with other kids. Yeah. So I don't... <laughs> Trust me, you want him to be social, bro. Yeah. My, young, my youngest son is not that social at all. He tries to fight or because he grew up during quarantine, really. You know what I mean? Mm. Nobody was around, so he don't know how to introduce himself to people. The nigga do weird shit. <laughs> yeah. He somebody will come up and introduce themselves, and then this nigga randomly start acting like a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you want you want him to get socialized and shit, but bro, you just you just gotta make sure you teaching them everything you possibly can to you know survive if something is happening like that, bro. Yeah. Because you remember back in the day when we was kids, bro, we we only had like fire drills or hurricane drills, bro. <laughs> now they now they run active shooter drills every year, bro. That's fucking crazy, bro. That's terrifying. That's part of the curriculum now. That's crazy as shit. Dude, I don't like that. Oh. That's the world we living in, fam. Bro. 
God damn it, Steven. Tell Lex to turn the TV down and be quiet. I know, bro. Yeah, Steve, tighten up. She always want to be on a podcast, but never want to be on a podcast. All right. That's her way of being on the podcast. But yeah. we're watching Friends. Mm. She just wants people to hear her, listen to her vibe. What's, what's, what's something when it comes to being a father? And this is being completely honest. Um, what's something as a father you feel like you could do better at? Uh, hmm. You just be more awesome. Here we go. Love that answer. No, uh, dude, that's a hard one because I don't know. It's hard to kind of judge yourself on things. Alvin, just to be honest, bro, that it's. That's really hard for me to answer to, bro, because even though I knew that it was going to be an everyday sacrifice for the rest of my life, that, you know, even though they turn 18, you're never you're never done being a dad. Yeah, true. <clears throat> so I I just know in the back of my mind that I, I always have to be there for them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. I'm gonna as tell far you as that, I feel, like I, I feel like I've sacrificed a lot for my kids. Mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I should do anything better, to be honest, because I, I, in my in my opinion, I've been a really good dad, especially with have having a child at 16 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, at 16 years old, I bucked up and fucking, instead of finishing high school or going to college, I started taking care of a kid. I started working at a sawmill. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just, I've sacrificed a lot already. So I just, I don't know. Okay. Well, I like that answer. So I'm going to be completely open. Not saying that y'all not being open, but um, with me, I feel like I should have spent more time with my kids. And I'm a, and, and this is the reason why I say that because I was working so much to try to give them a life that I didn't have or to give them more things that I had that sometimes I wasn't as present as I should be. Like I didn't teach my son how to tie his shoes because I was working so much and when I was home sometimes I would just sleep because I was so physically tired and mentally tired. So it's certain little key areas and money like monumental moments in my oldest son life that I wish I could have handled better. And that's me being completely honest. Like, I wish I could have taught him how to tie a shoe. But me being so focused on, okay, I got to get this money so we can do this. I got to get this money so we can do this. Do that, do that, do this. It's like missing those little, little steps like that. That shit really fucks with me, even to this day. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's no, just me being, that's that just fuck. me being completely honest, though. You feel me? Which one of you is outside? Hey, uh... Uh, <laughs> That's my code name. Uh oh. Code name Lisa. Yeah. This is... mom. Oh, hey! Hey! Yeah, so that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what my thing was, bro. Like, I wish I could have, you know just took a pause break like okay well i know i'm doing this for the kids but sometimes they just need you to 
you know, be more present than what I was, you know what I mean? So that's just something I carry with me. Hold on. I'm chewing something. You know what? You know what? One thing, you know, one thing I want to do with my son that I I did in my childhood, bro? Mm. I want to take him ding dong ditching, bro. I want to be the first person to introduce him to that shit. <laughs> bro. I think that would be hard. Do you, know, you remember when we was doing that in Mercy's mom's neighborhood? Yeah, I remember that, bro. I remember and that, bro. They found us at like 1 o'clock in the morning running around the that neighborhood and got so pissed. Yeah, man. I want to introduce my son to that, bro. That's probably childish as hell, but... So when are we doing this? Are we doing this like next weekend? Hey, we possibly could, like bro. But I'm with it. Um, I'm, I'm with it. I, I just bought me a new knee brace. Never mind, because these, all these people got Amazon Ring. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. That's what I was going to say. You can't did y'all see, speaking of Amazon Ring and Ding Dong Ditches, did y'all see that one with the little boy? He was crippled. I sent it to you. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. That was funny as fuck. Like, he it just he just got in that little goat cart hard ass, man. That was funny as hell, man. We said these these kids even out here disabled do a ding dong ditch. But I do want to introduce my son to that. Though. Like I want to be that his first ding dong ditch, man. I think that'd be hard, buddy. But some people say I'm childish for that, but I don't care. No, nah, that would be fun. Or like TP now. in the house. I would do that shit now without a kid. Yeah. Facts, this is, I this, would is this is a question I have, and we all should be able to answer this. Do you make it harder? I'm sorry. Do you find it harder <laughs> to be a, a passionate and um, diligent father when you and your significant other are struggling either financially, emotionally, or sexually? No, I don't think it gets in the way of being a father, but it definitely no. makes shit harder, bro. Yeah, it makes you harder. Yeah, I don't think it gets I mean, like, y'all are in the same house, living together, you're in a relationship, like, you know, like you and Emily, Al. Okay, bet. let's talk about it. You guys aren't getting along, things are rough. Is that, is it, is it harder on you to focus on your responsibilities as a father when the added stress is in the household? Um, It is hard, but that's a decision that you would have to make. But in the heat of the moment, sometimes... Depending on the situation, you don't think about it. And that's when you need to, you know, step back and be like, yo, we have to think about the kids. Because in the situation that I was in, sometimes me and her would get into it and we would completely shut down. And, you know, of course, that would affect the kids, man. And that's no way for a kid to be raised. So um, sometimes it definitely gets in the way because when you're when you're really upset after a big blowout, you're not trying to be the loving parent at that time. You know right. what I mean? Half the time when you're really going through it, you tell your kids to go to the room. Or you, you tell the kids to go to the room and y'all step outside and go at it. Then all of a sudden, so they go, the well, answer is mommy, yes. mom, yeah, mommy's back in the house, but daddy went up the street. So the answer is yes. Go ahead. What you were saying, Lisa? I said my kids would make me if like you know that happened and I got in a fight and then my kids were around and I saw their little faces that would make me feel better. Yeah, but I'm you know I'm sappy mom. Got you. So so Lisa, we got a question. We got a question. What is a father like? What is a father to you? Lisa, like what is what is a, the role of a father and what is a father? 
Uh, the role of a father. What is a father? Um, I guess a father is. Well, hmm. What do I feel like a father should be? How about that? Can I answer? Yeah. That? How about that? How about okay. that? Okay. Yeah. I think a father should be. Um. A provider, loving, somebody that teaches their kids and, you know, pays attention to them, does things with them, mm-hmm. raises them right, you know, that's it. Okay. What do you All think right. a father is? What is, did you guys already go over this? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, I just wanted, we just want, I just wanted, you know, your perspective because you are a, a, a woman and you're a mother, so. Well, um, you, you take on a whole nother role, you feel me? So I've always been a single mother and I have three oh. kids. So I, that's what a dad is supposed to be. But do I know a lot of dads or many dads like that? No. When I see dads that are stand up dads and that are taking care of their kids, whether they're with their significant other or not, um, I praise them. And I, you know, I think that's commendable and it's something to be, you know, that's definitely someone to give someone a pat on the back because this is commendable. There's not a lot of dads that do that. I mean, there is a lot of dads that do that, but I don't know. Lately, it's there's more and more dads there's a lot that, don't. that do that. But, you know, yeah. what I'm talking about when my kids were little, um, you know, dads were fucked up. A lot of dads were deadbeat dads, you know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. And my dad's present, you know what I mean? But um, he's he's kind of fucked up. He's like real fucked up um so it depends what kind of dad you know we're talking about but yeah so well, yeah. we're not talking about my dad because he was never there <laughs> i'm sorry he was there in the beginning yeah he was hunting i mean he was there it. for at least two and a half minutes yeah at least at least <laughs> throwing your mama back out nigga on <laughs> well he he, blew, <laughs> he he definitely blew her toenail off that's for sure ew no, I think he actually shot her. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. To be fair, to be my, fair, my dad was kind of around thug. long enough to eat all our fruit snacks. That's about it. Uh, That's a rough household. Listen, to be fair, his mom was a thug, man. To be fair, so he probably had to shoot her in the foot to get her off of him, probably because you don't know his <laughs> mom. His mom was a thug. <laughs> This is the lady that we was about to jump a dude at a stoplight. You remember that, Steven? Oh, yeah. How can I forget? <laughs> How can I forget? When so, was this? Last week? Fuck oh, no. Wow. We were, wow. I was, we was, I was nine was, years old. Yeah, he was okay. nine. I was probably about 13, 14, maybe. So your mom's and, an OG. Yeah. Yeah. And she, she's still, um, you know what I'm saying? She was, raised out out? Par- she was raised out on Paramore and Kaylee back in the 80s, so. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is she still wilding out or is she calm now? No, she's still wilding. That's good. <laughs> she wilding out of traffic. But I Yeah, no, so. she's she's out there acting a fucking donkey. She just got in a fight with the neighbors a couple weeks ago and beat the bitch up next door. Now she's facing charges. Oh, man. I'm going to pray for your mama. She needs hey, but look, bitch, if you step on my grass, you feel me? So, damn, your mama worse than Stanley? Somebody stepped on the grass and she beat him up? Don't step on my freaking grass. That is crazy, bro. That is crazy. Nah, that wasn't really... It, I mean, it was something along the lines, but it was more along the lines of property lines and then putting up a fence. And So technically, she did step on my mom. We're not going to get into that. That's another day, another episode. Oh, man. Okay. 
I got into a property fight. They're that's like, that's my you... yard. They're like, no, that's my yard. Like, no, that's my that yard. happens a lot. It happens a lot. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, that's y'all's yard. Tuna Tina, <laughs> oh my God. Andrew. That's just happened to Tuna Tina. Oh my God. Tuna Tina. <laughs> you said Tuna Tina. Yeah. Like, you have like a little property war. Shout out Tuna Tina. <laughs> Who is? Why y'all call it Tuna? Never mind. It's All my right. property. It's, it's my tuna property. Tina. It's y'all's property. <laughs> tuna Tina. Okay, I never heard that name like that before, but we're gonna go with it. Tuna Tina, she's shout out Tuna Tina. She is one of a kind. Shout out it Tuna Tina, like she's an OG. One in a million like girls, yeah. And it smells like cologne, alone. That's old school right there. I like that, man. I am old school. All right, so I was looking at I was looking at the docs and what we saved. I remember on the last podcast, we were like, we're gonna talk about these things in the next episode. Oh, I know, Al, you wanted to talk about. What was the downfall of the black community? Ooh. I brought up Crap. is segregation a good thing? You know, and then like what and then when no. did we cross the line between you, you gotta you're gonna have to hear my opinion out there. Okay. So when uh and then like when do we cross the line between like legal and illegal and what's actually right and what's actually wrong? Well what? That that okay. So what was the downfall of the black community? Chris Brown. Black. <laughs> okay, not and and not just crack. We're gonna go with it before crack. Crack, 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 crack was no. We gonna we gonna go after after slavery because slavery okay. was horrible. But this Michael is Jackson. this is oh shit. <laughs> no, we're talking about Michael. Leave Michael. Alone. That was a joke. Yeah. I really like Michael Jackson. But I feel I bad feel for like... him. Oh, Michael don't like you. So yes, okay. he does. <laughs> so my take on it is this. Um, I feel like desegregation was the beginning of the downfall of the black community. Not saying, you know, integration was horrible, but I'm going to tell you my, 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 my theory behind me saying that. Because when, oh, when rights. everything, when everything, when everything was segregated, the black community, we needed each other. We looked out for each other. Like if one person from the neighborhood was going somewhere, the whole community knew. If the person didn't come back, the community oh, went out looking for that person. Um, you feel me? So we needed each other. So that was like a big thing. So then when they integrated everything, they allowed certain black people to go to places and not allowed the other ones. So then it started the divide. What was the criteria? Then, Probably money. Money? Oh yeah, like money. What, what, oh. Money. Maybe knowing um, certain people, right? Yeah, knowing certain people, because a lot of people was moving into neighborhoods because they knew somebody that was like a higher up. So the thing of it is, yeah, the whole time it was fucked. That whole time it just makes me sad. That's just horrible. Like like, that's just terrible. And like even like my friend, my friend, my best friend's black, and um, he's he would be like would go places or go out to eat or whatever, and he he just made comments like how people are still you know, have problems with it or whatever. And I'd be like, no, no, you know, I was like naive to it and I didn't notice it because, you know, obviously I'm not black. But then I, right. after you like made points of it, I noticed it and I can't believe that like racism is really just to still exist. It's just disgusting. Oh. 
You talking to a black guy right now who lived in Eastern <laughs> Kentucky? Trust me. Oh my God. I know racism is too loud. But um, so but so when when they start allowing certain black people to go to certain areas, that's when it all began with the "I got mine, you need to get yours" type deal. Where before, if I needed something, my neighbor had it. If my neighbor had or needed something, I would have it. The black community was tight knit because we had to, we had to depend on each other because. On the outside of the community, everything outside of there hated us. So yeah. when that happened, go ahead, Drew. Yeah, I was gonna say because it leads like you, it's pretty cool. You brought up the segregation and leads into the segregation question I had. Uh, I think segregation could be utilized in a good way and an effective way. Like all the people that don't want to be around other races, Whoa. segregate them. And put them over there. Where, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the racist white people that just want to be around white people, send yeah. them over there. Black people that just want to be around black people, send them over there. We'll have a place where people that don't mind being with, with I, each other. I, and you know what I'm saying? The, the reason why there's fucking problems is because we're all fucking mixed together. You know, there's racist people mixed with normal people. I think you know that's what I'm a saying? good idea. But then, Take these racist but people then, and just put them in their own little cinema. Somewhere else. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Let them have their own fucking place. Leave, leave us the fuck alone. Let them do their own thing. That's the saying. We allow it. We're allowing it. You just gotta do it. Be well, racist in your area. Well, I'm not saying we allow it. It's well, not. It's not being racist in their area. It's them. They can't be racist if there's nothing to be racist at in their in where the, where they're at. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, that's 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 kind of capped though, because like I said, I lived in Kentucky for a while, and I told y'all before. I met people. Steven, like don't tolerate Steven. it and what's keep the, them out the of the country or whatever. Like, don't tolerate that and keep them out. Yeah, because like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, because I've seen people in Kentucky where they was like sixty-five years old and never met a black person in person, but they swear they was racist. What? Like, how can you be racist against some a people that you have never met in person? So saying that they, are, if you put all the racist people over there, they have nothing to be racist about. That's cap. Because I've seen it live. Well, that's action. just ignorance. That's just not yeah, being that's, knowledgeable. That's just like that's handed down from generation to generation that they're like instilled in their head that that's how they have to be. If it was like, it's just ignorance. If it was a utilized like legal like law like segregation, like if you don't, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it would it would work because I don't know. I think I think desegregation was a great idea, but I think it was just done incorrectly. <laughs> I think right. what, I think it was just done incorrectly. It's definitely and at the time, and at the so time quiet? that it was, at the time it was having. I don't know. He's probably eating something. Damn, Sholia. What are you yeah. eating? I love food. Sour Patch Kids, Fritos. Ew. I like so good shit. Don't judge sour me. <laughs> But no, but I think um, segregation was a great idea, but I think it was just executed wrong. Yeah, I think Andrew's idea of all the people that hate other people, like, get, just get them the fuck out of here. They can't even, they're not allowed to be here. Do you know in, in fucking um, uh, Iceland, when their baby, when your baby's sleeping or whatever, and you're, like, pushing in the carriage, if it goes to sleep, you can leave it outside in the stroller, and you go inside and go shopping or go eat lunch or whatever. They leave babies outside in the, by themselves in the stroller. Nothing happens to them. Mm, what the hell? I would never crazy. do that. Yeah. So that's some crazy shit, right? That's a huge flex. There's no fucking crime I there. mean, how, how old are these babies? Are they old enough to make no. sneakers? No. 
No, they're babies. They're like little baby. Wah, wah, babies. Oh, okay. shit. Little tiny babies. Um, Lisa, I'm not going to lie. I love your accent. It's the Boston accent. It is great. Love Thank it. You. Thank you. Are y'all trying to have a cup of coffee later? Mm. No, I'm not from New York. I'm not going to have coffee. I'm going to have fucking some coffee. Coffee. She's going to park the car in the yard. Here we go. Yeah, he, he so did hit it with the New York accent. He's from fucking or Jersey. Jersey, yeah. Fucking yeah. Cabs here. Mm-hmm. So, Stephen, what's your old idea of the segregation thing? Uh, I'm gonna stay out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you can you can talk about all the transgender shit in the world and get us canceled? You like, no, I don't got no dog in this fight. Like, because <laughs> I. Cause I'm divided on my opinion. Okay. Divided. In so what opinion. are they? Um. See, I'm not gonna go. I'm not. This gonna is a go, safe space. I'm not gonna go and <laughs> say the the cliche thing of what people say and say. And no offense to you, because you said your best friend was black. I'm not gonna go and say, oh well, you know, I have black friends, so I'm not racist. Okay. I see Drew. I see Drew's point on like, okay, you guys are fucking tyrannical and completely radical with your actions, movements, and lifestyle. Let's put you on a fucking island. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm cool with that. Now you're talking, to, but you're, but also at the same time, you're talking about reusing a tactic that was used to divide and conquer us as a human race. So I don't. Yeah. True. I don't. I don't really. I'm kind of boycotting that. Yeah, but but I. But people did that with. But did people that? did that with like just regular citizens, everyday average citizens. I I say let's just segregate all the fucking evil pieces of shit. You know, send them over there. You know what? Well, the like, fun fa- fun facts for you. Did you know that back in the late 1600s, the early 1700s, that the territory that's now known as Oklahoma was a territory just for that, actually. Everybody was uh, banished or shunned from their villages, colony, whatever at the time. They were sent to that area. It was like a big prison territory of everybody, like rapists, murderers, thieves, all type of people would flee there Mm -hmm. because it was like no man's land. How'd that turn out? So, so, like, all direct descendants of people's bloodline that can date back to those years from that territory are actually come from psychopaths. Oh wow. My God. So, let's oh see. Chase these people down. That's crazy. And then send them over there that way. Goodbye. In Arkansas. Just send them to Oklahoma like they were in 1650. I feel yeah. you, dog. Back to Oklahoma. In Arkansas on Sunday, you can, you can still go to in Pickett, Arkansas. You can still go to the, um, the courthouse on Sunday and hit your wife, beat your wife. What? Yeah. See, remember I told you all I was in Pickett. Bad. Yeah. And I was Get like, the that keys. Was really like, <laughs> I was really like kids were kids in fucking overalls riding pigs. Oh, and they were riding the gol- uh, not the fucking the lawnmowers. They were driving. Remember driving? They had that one Sonic there. It was like Dude. the only thing like this time. And look, I, so so I'm I'm coming from, I'm coming from Boston, where I I, you know what I'm saying like. <laughs> Bro, it's so Ohio. different. So now I'm in Pickett, Arkansas. I'm wearing the red Reeboks. I got the fucking red puffy Reebok jacket, the fucking oh, red snapback. Like a sore thumb, buddy. These motherfuckers are in overalls, cowboy boots, fucking denim jeans. They're all looking at me. 
They're all looking at me like I was like fucking like I just remember dog. I just remember Donna. Like I was Oh my god. And Donna was ridiculous, bro. We, we live with these like crazy we like cuz we were moving, we were in the process of getting a new place. We were like on section 8 or something. But we had to stay with these fucking people, mm-hmm. the only people we knew. Kids. There were there was this fucking tiny ass little house with like seven Where fucking kids. Oh, I know. beat that girl's ass, or one of the kids' ass, and she had like voice and ogre eyes. Dude, one of the girls, one of the girls, one of the girls' name there, right? One of the girl, one of the girls' name there was Rusty Joe. <laughs> really? She had such nice titties, though. Hey, what's yeah. her ass? <laughs> Dude, I don't even know. This was a long time ago, bro. Rusty Joe. I used I to live in Arkansas, by the way. Remember? We yeah, Krusty Joe, yeah. And one of the kids, like, beat up Chris at school. One of the girls. Because it's like, seven kids. It was mostly girls. Except, was it Daniel? And then those two little twins that were, I got like, us kicked. I got us kicked out of there because I, I fucking stood up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, this is... I stood up. I said something to one of the owners of the house. And kicked us out. Damn. Yeah, this shit was ridiculous. It was like, tyranny. We weren't allowed inside. They kicked us out. They fucking... <laughs> so it was time for bed. It was like... Nowhere to sleep, dude. It's crazy, bro. Fucking ridiculous, bro. Rusty Joe, eh? Good old Rusty, Rusty Joe. Joe. Rusty Joe with the nice titties. That sounds like a dude that works at a tow yard. Right, exactly. A it was big a, ass dude. Was a female. A, and his nickname is Hoss. <laughs> Haystack, stained up shirt. Yeah, looking the hang with haystack and shit. No, I used to live in Arkansas, man. So I've been to some pretty sketchy areas in Arkansas, man, where I was never going back, man. Bro, yeah, Piggott, Arkansas is just like a two-mile-long road. Because I was also in another pot. I see. Another pot with Lisa. Dude, I've been to I've been to some pretty sketchy places in Florida that I'll never go back to. Oh, yeah, like, like the county jail. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like Ocala. I don't ever want to go back there. That shit sucks. But no, I, lived in, I, lived in, I lived in Little Rock, and um, okay. I was going to cross it in Monticello. I think and, it's nice there, though. Uh, yeah, and, and Little Rock is pretty decent, I'm not going to lie, because it's like a lot of civil rights people live in Little Rock. But um, I was going to some places that was very sketchy, and one of the places, it was right outside of Mount Magazine. And in order to get to Mount Magazine, um, you had to go through this little town, man. And we stopped to get gas, and they had, like, a restaurant inside of the gas station. And we walked inside, and everybody was just, like, staring. They just completely stopped. And I was looking around. I seen a whole bunch of uh, Confederate flags and shit. I was like, yo, we're not getting gas here, bro. We're not, we're not, we're not getting gas here. We're we going to slide. One time, because tra- I traveled across the country, like, four times, four, five times, like, from back and forth to California to Florida, and I'd go a different way each time. And one time, um, definitely he saw... He was moving drugs. Definitely saw... Um, no, I was just living my life. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely saw um, Ku Klux Klan coming out of the fucking woods or going into the woods, one of the two. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Fucking crazy. Where it was, like, late at night, like, too. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, They were, like, crossing the yeah, road. They yeah. came out of the Speaking, woods and yeah. crossed the road and went into the woods across yeah. the street. Yeah. Yo, crazy. yo, speaking of Ku Klux Klan, Steven, I want to know if you remember this. Remember when I was hiding out at your mom's house because I had fucked the Grand Wizard's daughter? Oh and your my. and your mom was basically like she let me stay there for like a week and a half because they was looking for me, bro. You talking about when we lived in Deltona? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Like 
the Ku Klux Klan daughter, like the the Grand Wizard's daughter, though, like I think she was just with me because it was like some like revenge shit on her dad, and I didn't know that um her dad was a part of the KKK, and uh my friend Patrick he was with me because um I didn't have a I didn't really have like reliable transportation at the time so. Uh, he was coming with me, and I told him we going on a mission to go to this girl house. So we go to this girl house, me and her, we do our thing. And then when I come out of the room, he was like, yo, we got to go. I was like, what's going on? He was like, look at all this stuff. I'm like, okay, what is it? And he was like, bro, somebody in here is KKK. I'm pretty sure it's her dad. And I'm like, what? So then, like, when we was coming outside, the dude seen us leaving when he was pulling up. And, man, they was looking for me for a minute. They was looking for me for a minute. I know I probably would have died, but lucky you, know, you didn't get scalped. Yeah, so um, Stephen's mom, you know, she was the OG. Like, she let me hide out at the house for like a week, week and a half. They was looking for me, bro. Yeah, it's I crazy. remember that's when, that's when we were singing karaoke in our boxers on the, on the TV. Yeah, I'm on I'm on a run from the KKK singing karaoke. <laughs> and it draws. I love karaoke. Yeah, Bro, what if they would have found my house and they would have killed both of us in our underwear and we just had fallen on top of each other in our drawers? That would have been a very weird situation to explain to my. You should, you should, you should have told me this story beforehand. When even though I was a little bit young, but you should have told me for one, I could have got my gun out of the, out the shed. For two, wow. I would have been in boxes with your ass in the living room for just that fact. It would have popped in my head. I'd be like, nope, I'm not dying looking gay. Nah, I'm not that like yeah, nah, man. <laughs> but, nah, like, but like no, um. So, Lisa, I like the fact that you said you traveled a lot because I traveled too, and I told my parents that I was going on a two month road trip, and I ended up leaving for like five, six years or some shit like that. And I traveled to so many places, and met so many people. Like some Same people was evil, some yep. people was evil, some people was great, some people was living like a certain type of lifestyle. Everybody has a story. Up. Yeah, it was beautiful. I was almost like. You ever um, read the book about Super Trump or seen the movie when the no. dude just took off and traveled and he was meeting all types of walks of lives of people? It no. was something like that. Like, I've met people who at that time I didn't know what swingers was until I met them. And <laughs> I I've met swingers. I didn't know what swingers was until I met some of these people. And, upside down uh, pineapple. Yes. But at that time, I don't think it was an upside down pineapple because this was back in like 2011. I don't think they adopted the pineapple at that time. But. Uh, it was a, uh, it was pretty intense. Like some of the people I met, I wouldn't trade them for nothing in the world. But some of those people, they was just crazy as shit, man. Yeah, but it was it was an awesome experience. experience. In my life, same. Yeah, yeah. I learned a lot, and I became really humble, and I appreciate yeah. things a lot more because everybody sure. has a story, and just yeah. it was incredible. I want to do it again. Right before I found out I was having kids, I was getting ready to do that. I was going to do some backpack shit. Yeah. I recommend it to anyone. Just I was just about to say that. I recommend it to everybody, especially before you have kids. So if you listen to the podcast, like if you don't have kids yet, which is hard to come by nowadays, but if you don't have kids yet, man, just do some traveling. See what America has to offer. Like, yeah, what he's saying is if you don't have any responsibilities, put all the shit you can fit in a Jan sport and start walking. Even if you had kids, if you had babies or whatever, like, because, like, why nowadays you can't even send your kids to school, so it's like you're going to homeschool anyways. You could get in, a, like, a, a, you know, the camper you drive, you know, a big, nice mm-hmm. one. They have beautiful ones, a bus, a van, anything, and you could travel with them. Yeah. You don't have to be, you don't have to be single or um, without kids, because you can do it. Nobody's holding mm-hmm. you down. 
Well, see, well, see, my thing of it was I was single and I was doing single people shit, so I was fucked up a lot. <laughs> like so, it was, it was, it was, it was nice. It was nice. Well, yeah, lie. depending. So you're saying okay, so but so you have a different. It's like you're you're doing the ad for the single people that want to party and get fucked up. Get fucked but up. anybody can actually yeah. do it. But yeah, yeah, anybody but, can. Yeah. And it, yeah, and you can still you can still dabble in stuff as long as I guess you keep it in yeah. control and don't fucking kill your kids on the trip. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it was a, it was a beautiful experience, man. I actually loved it. I had I had fun. And what was your people, favorite place? Oh my goodness, my favorite place. Let me see. Let me see here. My favorite place that I've gone to. I would have to say my favorite place was Boone, North Carolina. Nice. Why? Because when I was there, I was there for like a year. Um, and when I would walk out on my back porch early in the morning, it looked like someone took a cup of clouds and poured them like poured them over the mountains. That's so beautiful. It was yeah. so beautiful and when so I, peaceful. Um, when I left Florida, I had only been to like really like, you know, Boston or like East Coast stuff. And, and when I started to travel and I got to California, um, I realized like I looked around where I was. I was in Northern California and I looked at how beautiful everything was. And I never really saw that beauty before. Like I saw it traveling mm-hmm. as well, like other places like um, the desert and everywhere. And um I just I I realized that life is beautiful. That Florida is just ugly. Yeah, Florida. I feel the Florida, same. Have you have you have you actually go to certain areas in Florida? Yeah, I was Florida gonna say that because after I did come back from traveling, I have found beautiful places here as well. But I do prefer, you know, I, I like other places better. No, yeah, LA is where I'm, it's at. LA, See, sucks, LA, bro. LA, LA, LA is North cool. California. LA is bad. LA, LA, LA is cool. But my thing, I love the country. So most of the beautiful places that I will always reference to is like certain areas in Kentucky, North Carolina, West Virginia. Um, never Salida. in Indiana. I never like in Indiana. Oh, Salida, yeah? Colorado, and um, which is in the high Rocky Mountains, I love. Mm-hmm. And I loved Arcata, California. Arcata, California was awesome. That was Northern Modesto California. is nice. Yeah, I've been there. Modesto yeah. is nice. Stuff in Modesto. Modesto food. Modesto's kind of country, like right outside the desert type shit. Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I used to, I used to move drugs back and forth, so I didn't um, do that. Cap. When I lived, <laughs> there, I, I did. I did um, you know, ship some some weed. Bro, oh, move in. We got it, guys. Move no. <laughs> Bro, when I I was coming back to Florida on the Greyhound with a QP. It's some of the finest fucking California weed I've ever seen. Oh my god! Now I was living. Move in. in we got them, guys. I was living in. Uh, Don't make me paranoid. I hate that. Nah. We got both their ass. Move in. Stop, this, this, stop this, fucking this, with us, Steven. That's why we're going already happened. This, this already <laughs> happened. This is over. Know. You know what I'm saying? This already happened, but. Uh, Hey, I, I made it down. I made it down to. Uh, made it down to, where was it? El Paso, mm-hmm. and uh, they must have just red flagged me and thought I was moving anyways because I went up on the Greyhound to California from Florida, then I came back down to get baby mama, and then we went back up on the Greyhound to California, and then she flew down, and then I went back on the Greyhound. So as I'm coming back on the ground this last time, I'm bringing fucking 
The QP is some of the best weed I've ever seen. Bro. But he stole from me. No, I didn't steal from him. That's Cap. You he borrowed it. it. You stole it. That's Cap. Someone did. I he borrowed it. I didn't steal that from you. Chris and Nate. Chris and Nate uh, robbed you. That was not me. You, and you, you got it from Chris and Nate? You've already taken it up with them. Yeah. I've oh. taken it up with them. No, but I didn't. No, no. This is... This is way after I already left. She's 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 confusing. So you mean confusing. so you mean you sold it to Christian Nate? No, they stole they stole. No, that was a whole that's a, no they two stole. separate occasions. But anyways, I get caught in El Paso, right? I'm in El Paso. The the bus is stopped to fuel up at the station and fucking clean up the bathroom, or whatever. Let us change, use the bathroom, fucking get food, whatever. So. I, I'm not even moving. I'm not even doing nothing suspect, bro. I'm in line with everybody else just waiting to get back on the bus. The security guard out of everybody comes up to me, bro. And he's like, you're going to have to come over here and need to see what's in your bag. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I was like, of course. Like, I was like, bro, I did, I've been up in from Florida, every fucking state, riding the south up into fucking northern California, bro. The whole coast, right? The whole fucking everywhere. Not one time have I seen anybody get searched. I've never been searched. So this dude's asking to search me. So I'm like, what the fuck, bro? And right now, I don't got no money. I don't got an active cell phone. I'm in El Paso. I don't know nobody. Right. So I'm, like, so I'm not going to fucking say no. Well, so this guy can, like, like, there can be a problem. You know what I'm saying? I got the shit double vacuum sealed, tucked in a shirt in my bag. So guy's going through my bag. <clears throat> he finds it. He's like, uh, I know what this is. He's like, if there's anything else in the bag, let me know now. Because um, if I find anything else, I'm going to alert the authorities. And I was like, no, nah, there's nothing else in it. He didn't even continue to look in the bag. I had a big-ass fucking Bowie knife in there. He didn't even find that. I watched this dude take the fucking QP out to his truck. Oh, wow. Yep. El Paso was smoking good, bro. Deep in the heart of Texas. Oh, I know El Paso was smoking good, bro. El Paso was smoking good for a minute. Bro, that's where, they, that's where Willie Nelson got busted. Poor Willie. Why would they do it to Willie? Dude, the, weed, the weed laws are so strict there. Like, if you have dads. And, and I was traveling bigger with the dad pen you too. sent me. I was traveling with the dad pen you sent me, bro. If I would have got busted out there, they tr- they shoot that shit like your heroin, bro. And on the Greyhound, I'm going through different states. Oh no, that's I trafficking got... through different states. Bro. Listen, I I tried it. You can't, I can't, you can't avoid Texas. Like you can, but unless you go all the way around the fucking world to get to Florida from California. So, but you can. There's a way you can go where you only go through it a little bit. But sure enough. Yeah, of course. Lisa yeah. and I get pulled over in Texas. Be and watching listen, that spot. listen, I had a whole bunch of weed because we were traveling, and that's how we were getting gas and stuff too. Like I'd trade weed for gas, and um, she gave up the fucking good weed uh, that I had in all these jars. I was so sad. She didn't give it all up, but she shouldn't have given any of it up. They didn't make us go to jail or have a ticket. They gave us like they made us send this thing, and they said they were going to use it for evidence. But I know they were keeping it. It was it was in these like glass jars. It was like the best weed ever. I had like a whole collection of it. And she gave that stash away instead of the the other stash. But at least I had some stash. But she's stupid um, at times. We would have had to fight. I just was oh. glad I wasn't going to jail. I was in Texas. Oh yeah, crazy. You don't, you don't get in Texas. Fucking no. Texas. No. We were almost out of it. The worst. The the dirtiest. Ugliest, most terrible, scariest, fucking ghetto, dangerous, beautiful, wonderful, magical, 
amazing place I've ever been to was Dallas, Texas. I was just about to say that. Dallas, Dallas Texas. Texas. I've never been there. I've been to Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff, you don't go to Oak Cliff. Oak Cliff is horrible. I used to live on Oak Ridge Road in Orlando. So, the Greyhounds stop in, it, in the worst spots of every fucking state. Every fucking wherever, whatever city they stop in. Of course, the Greyhound stops, and we we go to Dallas. I've been up and down on the Greyhound a few times, so I've been to Dallas a few times, bro. I got to with a Greyhound employee in Dallas, bro. This dude was over, dude. I swear to God, this dude was overdosing in the chair, uh, right in the middle of the station, right. You know how when you see them fucking, they're really gripping their, like when they're nodding out and they're gripping their hands really tight and they're starting to shake and it just like sees out. Ew, this dude yeah. pissed himself and shit. This dude Ew. pissed himself and usually you definitely yeah. piss yourself when you're about to die, right? So this dude's overdosing right here, right? Pisses himself. Shit's running out his pant leg. You know what they do? I swear to God, bro. I swear to God, I used to have it on my cell phone. I recorded the whole shit. The lady comes up, mops the piss up, puts a wet floor sign and leaves him there. And then I swear to God, the craziest part too, we were all me and a couple other random people I was riding a couple states with, bro. We were all dying laughing, bro. As soon as they called this man's bus, he sprung up like nothing, bro. Went right on his bus. Thank God. I was like, what the? Fuck, bro? We were dying, bro. We were dying. Hold on, is Steven sleep? No. He's breathing what in is the that? mic. Is that me? That's not no, me. No, no, no. Is it? Not you. <laughs> Christ, sound like that nigga's over there asleep. No, I'm fucking sitting here listening. You need to control your breathing, you big bitch. My, my buddy came to uh, visit us in California, and he took the Greyhound up, and uh, I guess he almost got lured into an alley somewhere and fucking is going to kill his ass. Damn, I wish somebody would lure me into an alley and kill I mean. No, that's ain't no joke. No, dude, I got, I got into it with. Okay, so look, two years ago when I came back from rehab, I was on a bus from Oklahoma City, um, and you gotta you gotta go through Dallas. Like one of my layovers was in Dallas. Man, the fucking um, Greyhound worker, he's over here telling me I needed to get my bag out, bro. When I left rehab, they threw all my shit in a trash bag, and they're telling Man. me he's telling me I need to get my fucking my bag from up underneath the bus where I was told by the other station to put it at. Right. Man, this nigga went to pull out a pair of brass knuckles and shit on me because I told him to shut the fuck up and do his job. And they called the police out there, and they they ended up taking the Greyhound uh, worker to jail for the uh, illegal of the brass knuckles. It's illegal to have. <laughs> thank God that was in Texas, right? Yeah, that was in Texas. Yeah, thank God that it was, was him and not you. My God. Yeah, no, I was going. I was going to swing there. on him because he was a he was an old man. Going but, there, right? Huh? They govern, they govern themselves, right? I don't know. Like, that's fucking crazy. That's what it seems like. That's crazy over there. I get brass knuckles. That I guess I'm the only yeah. cheap one in the group. Y'all be taking greyhounds and shit. A nigga be on a mega bus. I'm talking about $10 get me from Memphis to Atlanta. What? Dude, what? what is the mega bus? I be, be going places every weekend. Are you crazy? <laughs> For real. That it's ass. called a mega bus. I used mega to take that Listen, I used to take the mega bus everywhere, bro. It uh -oh. was cheap. I I, man, I have a pound of weed in my backpack. I'm on a nice. mega bus ride. Mega bus. I just like the way that sounds too. I'm trying to go to Miami. Mega sounds bus. like a big bus. 
mega oh, bus. Oh, it's, it's mega, bro. I'm telling you, it's a big bus. A but big it's thing. cheap, too. It's, it's, it's cheap, too, bro. I used to take the mega, mega bus. Mega bus. Mega bus. Mega bus. Mm-hmm. Mega savings. Any of y'all ever took the Amtrak? Yes. Uh-uh. I love that shit. Yeah, that's really nice. I never took it. Love that like shit. riding to the trains and shit. No, like you can take the Amtrak all the way, I think, to Washington State. Yeah, it's only like uh, up the East Coast area, like that way. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, also, has anybody rolled that? Um, what is it? The Sunrail? Sunrail. Anybody? I haven't been on it yet. I just want to no. pay just for. I'm just gonna ride it. Ride I mean, back. not the fucking not Washington State, Washington D.C. I'm a fucking yeah, yeah. Genius. Virginia, Washington. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Mm. I want to die up oh. there next to a, a bag of chips fuck? and a couple of fat bitches. Nice. What, up on the train? No. It, oh, no. In Virginia. Oh, why Virginia? I heard it's beautiful up there this time of year. It is. Uh, Virginia's nice. Just don't go to Abington. So there's nothing there. <laughs> I want, dude, nothing I want to go to Paradise City. The grass is green and the girls are pretty. Yeah. I, I want to mm-hmm. go there, too. Yeah. Shit, I don't even gotta be pretty if I got enough drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, technically, I just need a city with a lot of Hennessy, is what he's saying. Yeah, that is it. That is it. That is all, baby. <laughs> with Hennessy, anything is possible. Anything. The bell, nigga. Don't. Is that the slogan? <laughs> is it, I mean, the slogan. I said slogan. No, that was just uh, that was just improv. That's good. I like. Yeah, that. He, yeah. Steve, Steve made that one up on his own, guys. I like that. No, it's everybody He's a definitely. Genius. Oh my god, this nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah, listen. Um... I learned this. Listen, I learned this one recently because I don't. I'm not a drinker at all, but I did drink with like a bunch of these girls. Over in Sanford, my friends, and um, this is hold on, hold on. I want to get the saying right. Hold on. I only I only drink brown. Has anybody heard that? I never heard that. Like I only drink brown. Yeah, yeah I, cognac. I heard that. You oh. must have been chilling with some black girls. Yeah, yeah they were ratchet. Yeah, that's why they only drink brown. Because if they drink no, white, they're ready to fight. No, there was some. There was white Spanish. I don't even think there was. There no, was, no, 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 no. This is what I'm saying, love. Like, but I drank Calvasier, and we, and I had a choice. I could either drink the Hennessy. Well, I tried both because I wanted to see what was better, Hennessy mm. or Calvasier. And I guess the Calvasier was like seven dollars cheaper. Big deal. I like the Calvasier way better. The Hennessy hurt my throat. Yeah, no, <laughs> they just ratchet, Alvinist. They not the kind of girls you picture, and the kind of girls you picture, Alvinist, drink Casamigos. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I love Casamigos. They call them Casa Free Codes. But yeah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Nah. Um, normally when somebody say they only drink brown is because if they drink white, they really be ready to fight. Or they just or they get really, really sick. You so only that's drink what they brown. Probably... That's what I, was yeah. I was like, that's my new saying. I only yeah. drink, drink brown. If I drink white, <laughs> if I drink white, I'm giving the booty up all night. I mean <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> You know what? It was Straight this up. one great philosopher that I didn't believe it until it happened to me. Picasso? And, uh, he was a he was a great philosopher. He said, "You win tequila makes me crazy." Ooh, that's a country song. Y'all don't know nothing about that. No. Nope. Like poison in my blood. See, Ooh. when you did that, the first thing I thought of was that Joanna Man scene with Puff Smokey Smoke, where he's like, "Country got you crazy." <laughs> I thought of um what I thought of was gonna take my horse to the old town road. 
That's what I thought. Uh-oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride till I can't, can't no more. more. I got the Next time you go out with your friends, they say they only drink brown. He's attached. I'm good at karaoke. I heard you guys say earlier karaoke. Mad so black, got the I let that slide, mad. but we need to, I we lost need my to karaoke to, partner. We need to, we need to, we need to go do karaoke one night, then I'm done. I can't, yeah, I can't Saturday, sing. Saturday, Casadega Hotel. Ah, nope. Ah, nope. Why? I went to Castle Vegas one night with Steven and Craig. Damn it, died. I ain't going back. Nope. I ain't going. <laughs> I ain't going. That place is haunted in the motherfucker. I, so I took him to the devil's chair. I you took Alanis to the room. Yo, yo, y'all don't even know, bro. I took like three times of LSD. I went to Casadega. Oh I went down the ferry trail at night. It was like 12, yeah. 1 in the morning, bro. And then we went to the cemetery, bro. On acid, I sat in the devil's chair, bro. Nothing, bro. Y'all plus bro. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, nigga. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something good. And I know the real story about the devil's chair. Whatever you've done, I'm gonna tell you the real story. I don't know shit about no devil's chair, bro. All I know, they telling me these scary stories about the town is haunted. We driving in my car. I had a green old mobile. You remember that, Steven? Yeah. And we driving down the street, and this nigga standing in the road with a straw hat on, with something connected to a chain, smoke coming out of it. He just swinging it in the road. Oh, I remember that shit. No, nigga, no, no, I ain't going I back to that, that bitch. I've never seen no, anything I, like that. Like people I are. Swear like, to God, I swear to God, well, man. Listen, I put this on like everything that. I love. I put this on everything I love. You manifested like, that, man. No, I didn't. It was me. Y'all did. Y'all, 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 you want to know what, y'all what, what happened to me? You want to know what happened to me one time when I was. When I, when I went to Casadega, the only creepy thing that happened to me when I went to Casadega one time is when my son was first born, my grandma was watching my son. Uh, he was like a couple months old, so me and baby mama were still together. We went out to the fair, and after the fair, we were driving back, and Casadega was like on the way. And she she's never been before. So I was like, uh-huh. yeah, let's go. Let's go check it out. So it's, it's late at night. We go, to, we go to check out Casadega, and I made a joke before we pulled in there. I was like, um, I was like, watch, the GPS is going to stop working and we're not going to be able to get out of here, right? And she's like, stop, don't joke like that. Well, bro, I swear to God, we get in there, right? The fucking GPS stopped working and we were, we couldn't get, the, we couldn't get out of there, bro. Yep. We were going down the same fucking roads we came in. We were fucking, we just, we couldn't get out of there, bro. And I was like, holy shit. And she was like, she was mad at me because she was like, you fucking... You made this happen, blah, blah, blah. Like, dude, I didn't even know. I was just, I was just joking, bro. And then all of a sudden, the GPS started working, and we were able to get out of there. And we got out of we, the way we got out of there. We already, we already went that way like six other times, bro. Yeah, I just no. have that shit was crazy, bro. That shit was different, bro. Hey, Drew. And I was sober for that one. Life is a state of mind. I was sober for that one, bro. It that is a crazy. state of mind, and you have a beautiful way of thinking. I, I like you. Thank you. Like, you. You you can tell you traveled and experienced life. That's, that's, when that's is your awesome. birthday? Uh, May nineteenth. And when's Stephen's birthday? January twelfth. Okay. I just wanted to know. I'm a Capricorn. I know that because my daughter is. Well, it means yeah, I'm I'm, just... which, which means I'm the shit. So. You mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm not mean. Are you mean? Uh, no, not that's at fuck. All. He says as fuck. No, I'm not mean. What's the next topic? Because you were saying something else on here. My next topic is is I'm getting off because it's been an hour and I have to be up at six in the morning. Oh my god. Yeah. It, yeah, that makes two of us. I gotta get I gotta get up at six. I gotta go work. Yeah, my kids will get wake up early. 
Listen, so, I think this was a great podcast. I think uh, Miss Lisa needs to join again. Oh, and here's the running gag. Here's the running gag. Her name's not Lisa. I know. She That's already cr- said it's a code name. Oh my god! Yeah. Don't 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 put her don't put her real name on there. She already said it's a code name. Her name. We're, we're gonna call her Ling Ling. We're gonna call her Ling Ling. Okay. Ling Ling. Ling Ling. What wrong? She don't know no Ling Ling. Oh, I Ling Ling. Oh, she didn't cancel. She love you long time. Oh, I need to call my lawyer. Oh shit. <laughs> All right, with that, I'm out of here. Bye. Hey, hey, real quick though. <laughs> Real quick, oh. yeah. Suck my dick, bitch. I was gonna say suck oh my, my nuts, God. Huh? I was literally gonna <laughs> say suck my nuts, <laughs> huh? That's so funny. All right, so funny. All right, yeah. Thank you. Thank you.